Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, African American True Crime. Yes, I love true crime stories, but very seldom do I hear true crime stories about African Americans. So I created this podcast to share with my listeners about the true crimes that African Americans commit. So sit back, lend me your ears, and listen to some of the most horrendous crimes committed by My name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, True Crimes of African Americans. I want to talk to you about Nagazi Zubiri, even if, if that is his real name. He created a makeshift cell used to confine a sex worker who later escaped in Klamath Falls, Oregon. Now, the title of this story goes, Dig a Hole Straight Down 100 Feet, Disturbing Plans Outlined in Notebook Found at Home of Serial Rapist Arrested After Woman Escapes from Makeshift Cell in His Garage, According to the FBI. Nagazi, they say, go by many names, but he held a woman captive in a cinder block cell before she miraculously escaped after being sexually assaulted. Nagazi Zubiri, he's in federal custody on one count of interstate kidnapping. Authorities said a defendant has gone by several different aliases, including Sakima, Justin Heach, and Justin Kuasi. And he has lived in 10 states over the last 10 years. So they are actually saying that there could be additional Victims across the country. This Washington state woman led investigators to her former cell at a house in Klamath Falls, Oregon, near the California border, resulting in a defendant's eventual arrest. But while she may be the last victim, they don't believe that she's the first. They're glad that she was able to get free and go to the police. And she probably has helped protect future victims because we don't even know how long he had been getting away with this on july 15th he solicited the woman in question under the guise of purchasing sex in seattle after getting her alone the woman said that he posed as an undercover police officer pretending to arrest her by using a taser-like device and pointing it at her and placing her in handcuffs and leg irons. Then Zuburi put her in the back of his car and took her 450 miles back to the cell constructed in his garage, sexually assaulting her throughout the whole trip. So this fucker goes all the way to Seattle, pretends to be a police officer. 
And that is how he was finding his victims. The woman goes on to describe the makeshift cell had it had like a metal door only able to be opened from the outside. At one point, she goes on to say that he even left telling her that he needed to go do paperwork. And as you begin to see the pictures, as I'm looking at the pictures, as I'm bringing you this story, this is crazy because it was built in the garage. She would sleep briefly, but then she would wake up realizing that if she did not escape, she was going to die. She would bang on the door and was able to break the door open and she escaped. Once outside, she observed Zuberi's vehicle parked in the garage, opened the door, observed the handgun, retrieved it and fled. And then she saw a motorist coming by and asked him to call 911. So, she constantly banged on the door until she was able to get it loose. So can you imagine how much strength this woman had to bang on this door? The police officers noted the presence of blood on the wooden fence at Zaberry's house because the woman said she climbed over in order to escape. Law enforcement interviewed neighbors and Zaberry's wife. So he was married. And they searched various records to firm up the identification and secure the search warrant for the inside of the house. They also found a notebook, which was titled Operation Takeover. It says, leave phone at home. Make sure his victims don't have a bunch of people in their life because you don't want any type of investigation. Then he had a second page saying, dig a hole, dig a hole straight down a hundred feet. So he was planning out. He was about, he was a serial. This was a serial type rapist. He was planning on how to keep them locked up and he probably killed them, but he was planning on how to keep them up. The type of people he wanted in their life. And he also called it operation takeover. They found two pages of a notebook at his house. Law enforcement later used GPS to track him down to a Walmart parking lot in Reno, Nevada. Now, what was he doing in Nevada? Trying to get some more victims. There was a standoff. He cut himself. Maybe he was trying to kill himself. And he didn't die. So he had to surrender himself to law enforcement. He used several methods to gain control over his victims. He would drug their drinks. He pretended to be a police officer. He would solicit the services of sex workers and sexually assault them. Some of the encounters may have been filmed to make it appear as if the assault was consensual. And then the victims were threatened with retaliation if they notified the police. Now, since August of 2016, he has lived in California, Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Utah, Florida, New York, New Jersey, Alabama, and Nevada. So... It's safe to say that Nagasi been doing this 
for a while. I know sometimes people get desperate for money and you will do what you got to do. If you got to be a sex worker, you will do what you got to do to get this money. But I'm telling all you sex workers out there, male, female, y'all need to be safe. If this is what you are choosing to do to make a living, you need to be safe. You need to be safe. There are four only pages for you. Only pages, fans, only pages out there. But y'all need to be safe because there are also freaks and weirdos out there who are looking for people just like you to do horrific crimes to. Please pay attention. And as a side note, if you know anyone or if anybody has been a victim of Nagasi Zubere, please come forward because this pervert has been caught. My name is Queen Zoe Accounts. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Evil lives amongst us. True crimes of African Americans.